Diazuit. Welcome back to Retrieving Sanity with your host, Liam Kroll, with the knee. Now, I want to talk about willingness and willpower. These two forces that reside within us can seem to be something that makes or breaks something, an endeavor of sorts, if you will. And for a lot of us that are afflicted with the disease of choice or addiction, if you're new to the channel, it seems that some people just don't understand that those afflicted still have willpower and willingness and probably quite a lot of either or. However, whenever people that are, well, let's just say normal, whenever they look from the outside in, it's easy to say, well, if they want to quit, why don't they just stop? They just don't have enough willpower to stop. They're not willing to stop. Now, in some cases, it's true. And for every person that is afflicted, I can almost guarantee that you've had those moments where you don't care and don't want to stop. And then you've had those moments where you really want to stop, but you still can't. So is this a lack of willpower or willingness or is there something else at play that from the outside in you can't really see you can't really pinpoint exactly what it is but it seems so blaringly obvious that well they want to quit they would just quit well gee thanks dude because i would have done that a long time ago a long, long time ago. And I can guarantee anyone in recovery would say the same thing. However, we do find that in recovery, we actually have a blessing in disguise. And it sucks to go through. It sucks to put people through it that walk along with us. But in the end, we get to use our pain our knowledge, our experience to help someone else. We may not be able to prevent anything from happening. We may not do it perfect. However, the fact remains that as we continue our walk, we can at least help those that are lost on theirs. Now, let's talk about just the willpower, first of all. So, willpower kind of implies that there's a power of will, right? It's the damn word itself. So, what does willpower really entail? How does it work with us? What do we do to make it work? Can we get more? Can we lose it? Or is it just this floating energy that we somehow breathe it in and with every breath, we just go, oh, yes, I can do it. Or you breathe out and it's like, fuck, I can't do it. Right? So willpower is, of course, a power. And will is our 
intention. It is our intention. It is the power to carry out our intention. Now, the problem with willpower and the disease of choice is that we don't have any power over that substance. We don't have a power that is able to rid us of this mental obsession, of this physical allergy that we suffer from. The only power we can get from that is from something else, something higher, bigger than ourselves. I know that I haven't touched on the spiritual aspect of recovery. However, it is a big thing to find something more than us because in our addiction, it's all about us. Now, with this willpower, we have willpower. We have plenty of it. In fact, we probably have more than the average person. I say this because you could wake up with nothing at all. And by the end of the day, you'll have your fix. And you're going to do it all over again the next day. And the next day. And the next. And the next. And blah, 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 blah. Just, it goes on and on. It may seem like we don't want to quit. But the thing is, we don't have power over that choice. Like I said before, the disease of choice is a paradox. It's a paradox because we have the choice to use. At first, somewhere along the way, we lose that power. We lose that choice. And the only way to end it is through another choice. And that's where the willingness comes into play. But let's talk on willpower for just a little bit more. Now, this willpower, it can come from different sources and it can look different from person to person. Some people might sit there and be cold and calculating and very precise with their willpower and others may be loud and fast with their actions and their thoughts and everything. But that willpower is the ability to strive towards a goal and get to it. How much are we going to push ourselves towards this goal? Are you going to let little simple obstacles trip you and keep you down? Or are you going to bust through them, jump over them, sidestep them, what have you? You're going to get to your goal. That's willpower. So, what about willingness? What is it? And why don't we seem to have it? Easy. So, willingness is being well, open to do whatever it takes to obtain the goal with our willpower. So, this can look like someone setting boundaries for themselves. 
little rules, if you will, saying I will do this and this to get to my goal, but I'm not going to do this or this. And the thing is, willingness plays a huge part in recovering. Now, in active addiction, the willingness is there, but it is misguided. And it's misguided because, well, we caught a substance calling our name and we have to go. All of our willpower goes towards obtaining our fix. With willingness, if we're willing to do anything to get our fix, we will do things we never thought we would. We'll do things and say things, hurt people, and just keep doing this because our willpower is we're going to get our fix. So we're going to do whatever it takes to get it. So if it takes that for being able to make that last choice of stopping and staying stopped, why don't we seem to do it sooner? Well, I had just gotten off a call, if you will, with my friend Jay. He had brought up something really, really good with willingness. Him and I were talking about changes, and he had said something. He said, if the spirit is willing, the body will eventually follow. And that just kind of threw me back for a second because it's so true. If the spirit is willing to do whatever it takes to get something, the body will eventually adjust. It'll eventually catch up, if you will. That's why going to the gym, whenever you haven't been, is so difficult to do at first. Your willpower is what's pushing you to do it. Your willingness is wanting to change your body for the better. Well, or, I mean, that should be what the gym's for, right? But if the spirit itself is not willing, nothing's going to happen with any willpower. Now, with willingness for stopping the disease of choice, we have to be willing to do whatever it takes. Some people seem like they never want to stop. And that's because they put stipulations in place that make them second-guess themselves. It takes away some of their willpower to be able to actually go and stop. And that's the thing. You can have willpower, but without that willingness to do whatever it takes, without that gift of desperation, you're not going to get anywhere because... You're setting limits on yourself. You're setting limits that you create, and therefore, you're already selling yourself short. And to sell yourself short is to rob yourself of future hope, dignity, pride, like literally anything that you could get 
positively out of recovery or just being a better person, you're going to cut yourself short and end up falling short and you're going to sit there and wonder, well, I wanted this, but why didn't I get it? Because you weren't willing to do whatever it takes. That's the thing about recovery. If you're not willing to do whatever, you're not going to get clean. I know I've seen many guys sit there at Nehemiah and some of them thought, you know, after a year, two years, three or four or five, I'm going to start drinking or using again. And it's kind of like, uh, no? Like, you do realize we're here because we were doing that too much. And they say, well, yeah, but I feel better. I'm going to be more clear-headed whenever I get out. While that may be true, the problem is that whenever we have this allergy and obsession, we don't get that choice. Whenever we have this allergy, whenever we have this obsession, we don't have that choice of, do we just get rid of it? Surely just a little bit of clean time is going to make everything better. I feel better. I work better. I think better. Never felt so good. So why would you want to go back to using and drinking? Well, it's because, remember, there's part of us that that substance makes us feel so good. It makes us feel confident. It makes us more funny. It makes us just a better person, right? In our perception, whenever we were using, we felt great. We didn't have to worry about anything. And then, of course, the problems happen, and then you just need more. But that's the thing, is that it creates this vicious cycle. And you can't get out of it. You can, but it requires the willpower and willingness to get over it. And you don't just get over it, you get through it. The problem is, you can't go backward. The program of recovering is like walking up a down escalator. If you stop moving, if you stop doing the things you need to do, you're going to start slipping backwards. And going backwards is going to lead us right back to where we were, if not worse. So whenever people say, after a little bit of clean time, I'm going to go use, I'm going to go drink again, but I'm going to moderate it. I'm not going to do as much as I used to. So it'll be fine. I'll be okay. And to my knowledge, in my experience, no one has actually done that. Every time they start, it's like they never stopped. This disease doesn't just sit there. It doesn't start to go into remission. In fact, whenever we aren't feeding it, 
if we're not doing a good program, and even if we are, the thing is, that disease is with us. It's growing with us, unfortunately. The only thing that stops is our tolerance. That's why whenever a lot of people go out and use again, they overdose. Because they were using the same amount as when they quit. The body can't keep up with it like that. The mind will sit there and trick that person into, ooh, this is how much I remember using last time, so I need at least that. But it doesn't work. If anything, it just pulls them back further into their addiction. And once you're back in it, it's going to take a damn near miracle to get you out again. And that's the thing. Some people get these miracles time and time again. And it's great. It is. It is good. But that's the thing is that sometimes that willpower starts to peter off because, well, life's good. Life gets easy. Whenever life is easy, we don't have to do much, right? We, we can just relax. We can take our boots off. We can say, good job. I'm going to turn in for the day. Not with an active program of recovery. Idle hands are the devil's playground, so they say. So whenever we're active in our addiction, we need to be just as active in our recovery. And this can look like anything from community service. This can be your 12th step all the time. You could be going to church. You could be going to be a big brother or big sister and helping out those that are at risk. Again, you may not be able to stop anyone, but you can at least help prevent or be there for them whenever they need it the most. And who better to help another person in need as a person that used to be in need. And they're still in need because they have to help others. It's just part of the gig. So whenever we hear someone say, you just don't have enough willpower, or you're just not willing to do whatever it takes to stop or even start something. Remember that willpower can be from within. It can be from your higher power, your higher power giving you this power to do what you need to do. But your willingness is where the line either gets drawn or it acts like a boost to help you get to your end goal. Now, if you know someone that is struggling, don't be hard on them. Because, trust me, they're already hard on themselves. So, what you can do is be there. Be a friend for them. Don't enable them. And that's a tricky line to walk. And I know it's difficult to watch someone go through and do this to themselves, but it's not that they want to hurt you or hurt others or themselves. 
It's just a side effect of this disease of choice. It brings out the worst in us. And for some people, they don't have that rock bottom to get that gift of desperation and willingness to do what it takes. So don't give up hope, but don't toss them to the side and don't enable them. Don't tell them what they don't want to hear. Don't tell them what they want to hear necessarily, depending on which area you're talking about, but just be there, support, help them get willingness, help them get some willpower, help them just in general. And for those of you that are struggling, remember it's one day at a time. Break it down to five minutes at a time and just keep going a step is a step no matter how small this escalator doesn't stop going down the thing is we can run up it and we can go pretty far so i just want to say be kind to yourself be kind to others and don't let anything bring you down Schlan.